Well, well, well. Isn't it fancy seeing you here? Hi, folks. My name is Joey Kidney. If you're new here, uh, I'm 25 years old. I live in Ontario, Canada, and I, I've i been doing YouTube for about 10 years now, uh, TikTok for about one Instagram for about 11 and so let's just say I've been in it for a fair a fair amount of time and if you're new here I just want to I just want to introduce myself I also have a dog his name is Frankie I have a beautiful girlfriend named Angelica um, and I, I live in this small little city of Ottawa which is also the capital of Canada and I'm very happy here you know a lot of these influencers they go straight to LA and that's fine it's it's just that's where like a lot of dreams go to die and a lot of people lose their personality and so I I'll get into that. I want to talk about kind of, I saw this TikTok and it was basically what's with the moment where everything kind of clicked for you. And it really inspired me to, you know, write this down because I've been feeling something for a little bit and for a while. But I want to kind of have the conversation and encourage you, you know, how are you guys doing? How is everything? How, how are you? What's your, what's your favorite thing to do in life right now. I know this isn't a conversation, but I wish it was. I hate doing this alone. Like the podcasts are so much fun to do, but I hate doing it alone because it's just, I I don't want to talk to a wall. I'm looking at a window right now and I'm not looking at anybody and people say to film it. And it's just, I don't want to film me talking to nothing. I'd rather just keep it as intimate as possible and just have this conversation with you. And so I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. And today we're going to be talking about that is we're going to be talking about the moment where it all clicked for me. Because this past year, I'll be honest with you, my mental health has been a little bit different than every other year. I feel a lot better. Mind you, today I feel worn out. I'm doing the 75 hard challenge and I feel so tired. I didn't get any, I haven't been getting any sleep. I have a lot of like, lately just anxiety has been really, really bad. Randomly, like my taxes are due like June 13th or something. And so I don't do them until June. And because I'm self-employed and stuff. And, oh, man, it just stresses me out. Like, last night, I was I slept perfect. And then, you know, doing 75 hard, you have to drink a gallon of water every single day. And if you drink it a little bit too late, then you're going to have to wake up and pee in the middle of the night. No matter what time I drink it, I always have to wake up and pee in the middle of the night. I was that kid who wet the bed all the time growing up, so I'm paranoid. And so I woke up, and I literally couldn't fall back asleep. It took me hours, and I, I just, like, sat there, like, overthinking about everything. And I, I kind of let myself overthink. And I do that because I, I think this stuff, you know, it has to make its rounds in your head. There's a reason why you're thinking about it. And it's important. I don't think we should just, like, stop that thought process. I think we should let it kind of, like, play out. Obviously, if it's going on for weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, maybe you should stop it. But the way to stop it is to, you know, handle it and control it. It's not just to stop thinking about it, you know? And so... Last night, I just I just could not sleep. And this has been the, it's been, it's, this has probably been the hardest week. I've, I feel a lot of anxiety. And I know that I'm feeling anxiety because I get a little bit like, it's not nauseous. I don't feel like I'm going to throw up. I just feel like I can't breathe and that I can't speak. And it does, it does feel nauseating, but I just know I'm not going to throw up because I've literally tried. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go throw up and then I'll be better. But sorry for the people who get triggered about throw up, but that's just kind of how it is. Um, and this isn't about anxiety. I'm just trying to tell you where I am in life right now and how I'm feeling so that when I get into this topic, you can kind of understand. But this past year, I've, I've kind of changed, you know, who I am. And 
in, in the sense of like who I show to the world and who, sh- who I show to the internet and who I'm trying to be to people who, who barely matter in my life, to, to people who I call friends who are really just acquaintances. And I found myself a lot happier. I stopped trying to please people who didn't matter to me and I stopped trying to please people who I didn't matter to them. And I just started to kind of live for myself. And it's been an immaculate thing. And it's also been very, very helpful for COVID. Listen, COVID has been a blessing in disguise for me. I know that's it's hurt a lot of people. It's killed a lot of people. And I, I hate how it helps me. And like, I want to say my condolences. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry for like what I'm about to say. Um, I'm sorry that this has affected your jobs, your families, your loved ones, the everything. And because it it's affected my family too. Uh, my mom's a nurse. She works at CHEO, which is a children's hospital of Eastern Ontario. And, you know, she battles, you know, with a lot of, like, kids coming in. And then they had to take on, because in Ontario it got so bad, and then they had to take on, like, adults and stuff. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Default in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. And it was just, it was just insane. So it's affected my family as well. And the reason why it's kind of like been this blessing in disguise is because for once in my life, when COVID hit, when everything closed down, we got into the pandemic, for once in my life, I felt like I was at the same pace as the world. I didn't feel like I was trying to catch up. I felt like I was at the same pace as everybody else, if not ahead. And things are going back to normal now, kind of. We're still in lockdown here. It's a whole thing. I'm sure everybody knows about it. Like, literally, we were the only place where golf and tennis was closed in the world. It was super weird. But it's just been, it's been really, really tough recently because the amount of more interactions that are happening after no interactions, like human interactions, like going to the coffee shop used to be my favorite thing to get become outgoing. It used to be my favorite thing to relieve my anxiety and like step out my social anxiety and step out and be like, Oh my God. Okay. I am Joey Kidney. I am here for the world. I, this is, this is my moment to shine. I'm not shy. This is who I am. It was my little moment of being an extrovert is to walk up to a barista and be like, Hey, what's up? What's your favorite coffee to drink? Mine's this. Can I have it? I'll pay for it. I promise. And <laughs> I'll pay for it. I promise. Oh. And lately it's been so hard because coffee shops were closed for the longest time. You know, everything was closed for the longest time. Seeing your friends was closed for the longest time. Like we were in complete lockdown and I just forgot how to speak with people. I forgot how to act with people. I went to uh, hang out with a friend the other day and I literally had to ask my girlfriend to come because I'm like, hey, I am so nervous. I literally, I like every, everything in me, I just can't go and I can't do it alone. And don't, okay, listen to the people listening, listen to the people listening, hear me out to the people listening. 
I know this is something I need to work on. I've done it in the past. I'm going to work on it. It's just I'm struggling with it right now. And to have somebody by my side willing to help, I, you know, I'm going to, for once in my life, take to help. And, and Angelica's been so helpful. And I've just been opening up. And she's like, wow, you're really experiencing a lot of anxiety recently. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And she's like, why? I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. It's just I haven't really talked with anybody. It's been really tough. It's been really, really tough. But, you know, we're kind of getting there. I'm getting I'm getting better. But, I mean, I'm not getting better. This, is happen- this literally happened yesterday. And I'm very happy that she came. And I'm also very happy that I went in the same time. Like, as much as I really needed her to be there, at the same time, I also realized that I didn't. And th- that's no, not me bashing her. That's just me saying, like, when I got there, everything just became a little bit easier. But it's nice to kind of have a crutch. And I'm not saying she's my crutch, but I'm saying she helped me, you know, have somebody else to talk to who I'm familiar with and, and who I'm not scared to talk to and say hi to or say the wrong thing. Like, especially with social media nowadays and this cancel culture, like, I'm terrified to talk to even my own friends. And I, I'm, I'm scared that I might, like, so many people are talking about, like, COVID and Ontario being locked down or um, just, like, even, like, the fucking Jake Paul, you know, he's controversial enough for Donald Trump or politics or whatever. It's just, like, I'm so scared to even say the right thing. I'm terrified of it. I'm terrified of it. And there's so much learning and so much unlearning to do that I'm just, I'm trying my best sitting here. And it's just such, I don't want to say it's a tough position because I'm very privileged. I, I acknowledge that. But it's just something that I'm struggling with right now. And I, I only explain this not for pity, but I explain it because maybe there's somebody else out there who's like going through the same thing. And maybe, you know, maybe you needed to hear this from somebody else, let alone me, um, to make you feel a little bit normal. And that's what I'm kind of here to do. I'm not here to, you know, be this voice for everybody. I'm here to just like help you feel a little bit normal. Um, and now I want to get into today's sponsor for the podcast, and then we'll hop back into the main part of the, the topic of the podcast because I really want to get into it. The, today's, today's sponsor is Care Of, and Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals and with a customized vitamin plan. All of Care Of products are formulated with a good-for-you formula and clean ingredients that are backed by science, and they have an in-depth five-minute online quiz that's like super easy, and it asks questions about your, your diet, your health style, and health concerns that you want to uh, help address and Oh, sorry. And help address your specific wellness goals. Um, and the, the quiz, sorry, I got I got caught up because I'm so excited about the quiz because it actually really helped me realize a lot of things about my life. Um, that And I don't want to get into specifics because, you know, vitamins are quite personal. But it just, it asked me questions that I never really asked myself before. And it's kind of like a one-on-one with like a private consultant or a nutritionalist. And it, it was just super, super easy. And... Uh, you get this little package, you take the quiz, and then you send it out, and then you get the little package, and the package comes to your door, and they come in these little, like, individual compostable packets where you can just put them in compost after, and it says your name on it, and it's just, like, it's just a really nice aesthetically thing, uh, aesthetically pleasing thing, and it's just beautiful, and they're small, and it's just an impactful way to be more sustainable every single day. You know, switching from the bulky bottles that you get at random stores to care of compostable vitamin packs is a simple way to practice a more eco-friendly mindset at home or on the go. And spring cleaning doesn't always have to end with like our physical spaces. It doesn't always have to be like cleaning your room or, you know, your car. 
but with no unnecessary fillers or artificial flavors in care of products, you can feel good about what you're putting into your body. So it's not only physical cleaning, but also internal cleaning in your body, which is really good. And so uh, I'm not going to tell you this without giving you uh, a little code. So you can go to takecareof.com and you're going to get 50% off your first care of order if you use the code HAPPYTIMES50. So to get 50% off your first care of order, head over to the uh, takecareof.com and enter the code HAPPYTIMES50. Thank you guys very much for sponsoring this podcast. It means the world. It keeps keeps us afloat, so I really appreciate it. Now getting back into what I kind of wanted to talk about, <sighs> this anxiety thing. Like this is all going to loop in. Don't worry. For once, in, for once in a podcast, I actually have like a plan in my head. Normally I just talk, but I actually have a plan in my head. So... I'm going to talk about this super like openly, super candid, and I, 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 you can judge me all you want, and that's fine. When I was 18 years old, I went on tour for three years, and I, during that tour, I gained like 600,000 subscribers, 500,000 subscribers, whatever, on one platform. Uh, I went, I did 75 live shows in three years straight, um, and live events and meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. And, or more than that, because there was also like normal conventions and stuff, not just my own shows. And it, three years later, and I feel like I'm being watched. Now, don't worry, this isn't going to turn into a mystery or murder mystery podcast. Don't worry about that. But when you when I first started YouTube, Actually, a disclaimer, this is going to sound like I'm a big egotistical asshole. Um, that's, you know, you can think that way. Um, I just want to be open about this. So when I started creating content, no one was watching. Like any like any other YouTuber, no one watches at first. Then I uploaded one video, got like a million views, and then I started gaining a following. And then after so many years, then I went on tour because people actually wanted to meet me. And it was awesome. And it was freaking amazing. But it also really fucked with my mental health. It messed me up. Like... It was amazing meeting everyone who supported me and and gave me the 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 podcast that I have now, gave me the platform that I have now, gave me gave me an, like confidence and everything. Um, but it really really uh, messed me up. <laughs> In the like, the, I guess the best way possible, I don't really know how to say it. And the reason why is because I was constantly feeling like somebody's watch, like somebody watches me, some like somebody cared about me, somebody was caring about everything I did. I would like get dressed for the day and I in my head I would be like okay well what if somebody stops me on the street and I I didn't get stopped that often there was one year where every single time I went out I got stopped um but that was like the first year of like blowing up and whatnot now I rarely get stopped or people just wave at me and it's really nice um it's really really nice but after tour it you after having 75 shows of like hundreds of thousands of people being met like you have to meet so many people you kind of you build up this egotistical mindset that somebody's always looking for you that somebody's always caring about every single thing that you're doing and it's really really difficult it's really tough to to kind of deal with and so after that I left that tour and tour tour finished and I was just walking around and I was like just, my brain was just still switched on that people care about everything that I'm doing. And so to go back to that TikTok where they asked like, what's the moment where it clicked for you? This was it. 
you know, when I was done tour, I was walking around and I finally noticed, I looked around and I was like, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. And this isn't, I'm not saying that nobody cares for you. Like nobody loves you. I'm saying that nobody, no strangers caring for what you're doing. You're living your life and that's totally okay. And you're allowed to do that. And so I would have friends come to me for advice because I was the advice guy on YouTube and you know, whatever. And they were struggling with how they feel so alone and no one is there for them. But I'm, I'm, I'm listening to them and I'm trying to help them. I'm there. I'm the person that they're complaining about that they don't have. And I'm sitting right there and I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm listening to them. I'm like, hey, realize this. But that's when it like clicked with me. If we live our lives with the constant thought that someone else cares, we replace our care with our own. Their care with our own. You understand that? If we live our lives with a constant thought that someone cares, we replace that with our own. So we care more about how other people care about us or the thought that they care about us. You know, we start depending on other people for gratification and love. And for me, it was, I was kind of depending on somebody watching me, somebody noticing me, somebody paying attention to what I was doing. And I, I hate attention. So think think about that really quick. Think about that little mind I can't, I don't want to say the word, but little mind battle. I was going out, not wanting to be seen, feeling like I was being seen, being seen. And so that was something that's, ah, it was hard for me. And you know, you, you can, you hear people complain about their own personal problems and it's like, oh yeah, that's hard for you. Well, this is hard for me. And listen, everybody has their own things. Everybody has their things that they're dealing with. And this is one of mine. And, and so that's why I'm kind of opening up. I, I, I hit it for the longest time because I didn't want to be that coward. I didn't want to be that person. But to be honest, this is something that really affects my life, you know, except for, you know, this year I'm walking around and I'm, I'm, I'm living the life that, you know, I actually want to live. I still experience a little bit. Like I can't do PDA with my girlfriend or not that I want to, but I, I, sometimes I get a little scared to like hold her hand. Sometimes I get scared to like kiss her and I feel a little bit uncomfortable because I feel like somebody is watching me. And again, I know this sounds big headed, but maybe there's somebody out there who's kind of feeling the same thing. But the, the one piece of advice that I have to give you that I learned over the last few years is that nobody cares about you more than you. Again, I'm saying caring as in some stranger caring about you more than you. No, no, no. That's not how it works. You care about you more than you. Because that's you caring about somebody caring about you. I know that's a little like wordy. But it's kind of like when when we're so concerned that we're trying to be somebody else. But it's really you trying to be somebody else. It's always going to be you first. So it's like a math equation. It's always you and then something and then back to you. So when we... When we're walking around our lives, living it for somebody else, we never truly live it for ourselves, right? And so in reality, the only happiness that we're ever going to truly feel is when it (laughs) comes from us. It comes from you. It comes from ourselves. And the reason why that's true is because for once in your life, you're caring for the right reasons. And you're caring because it's you. It's your life. It's your body. It's your everything, it just feels so good to get that off my chest. I know I posted a TikTok about it, but it just feels like to to really like elongate it and really say everything I want to. It feels good. 
and I loved I love tour. I loved tour so much. I don't want people thinking that I didn't. If you met me on that tour, I loved it. I love meeting people. I hate being touched, but you know, it just made it all worth it to see somebody cry or, or happy tears or see that you know I really helped somebody through something and seeing somebody smile and laugh and everything and. I was just a teenager growing up. I was still, I was a late bloomer. So I considered myself like if I was 18, I felt like 16. And I, I just felt so loved. I felt so loved. But it really damaged me because I was walking around life thinking that I need other people's love in order to feel my own. And that's just not true. You can love yourself with no one else around. So this year, I'm going to work on my social anxiety. I'm going to work on living life for me, which it feels so good to even say that. And that's why I wanted to make this podcast. I know I'm not even supposed to be posting today, but I just wanted to make this because I'm very happy. I'm happy to be here, and I, I think you should do as well. So live your life for you. And remember, life is not about winning. Life is meant to be lived. That's it. So enjoy it while it lasts. Thank you guys very much for listening. And remember, stay you, stay beautiful, and I'll talk to you next time. Oh, and if you listen to this until the end, message me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. what should. Uh, I'm drinking out of a glass right now, and it says Flying Monkey on it. It's a beer. Say, message me flying monkey and I know how far you listen to. You're not going to listen to this far. But anyways, okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.